Well, everyone, today I am looking forward to meeting and getting to know a wonderful, wonderful young leader, David Fleming over in Boca Raton, Florida. David, how are you? I'm fantastic. How are you? Hey, David, look, I'm 46 years old. You look so much younger than me. How old are you, Dave? 19. 19 years old. And what year? Where are you studying at? What year are you in college? Yeah, so I'm a rising sophomore at Yale University studying economics. Yeah, 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 yeah. Now, I, I know we're going to talk a little bit in terms of your new business, what your, your adventures, American Ninja, all of that stuff. But why economics? Is there a potential job or something that you're looking forward to working in or a certain major or a certain job? Yeah, so I want to I want to be an entrepreneur when I'm older. And I feel like there are a lot of connections between the theory of economics, understanding how the markets work and actually being in the market yourself. So super excited to further my studies in econ. Yeah. You mentioned that you want to be an entrepreneur. How did that journey start? Was that something you noticed that when you were little that you just were interested in that field? Yeah, I've, I've always gravitated towards entrepreneurship. Um, and yeah, I've, I've always thought about creating and leading and, and helping people uh, through various means, uh, especially when I can, you know, give them products and services that really improve people's lives. That's always been at the forefront of my mind. Yeah. Yeah. Now, brothers and sisters, I, I know uh, you're, you're 19 years old. You have older brother, older sister. Yeah. I have a 22 year old brother who's a software engineer at Epic Systems in Madison, Wisconsin. Yes. Very good. Your parents, are they entrepreneurs? Yes. My dad's an entrepreneur. Um, oh, he, wow. Yeah, so he began after after graduate school, and I don't know if you know prepaid calling cards um, before my time. So my dad was one of the uh, leaders in the prepaid calling card market, and then after selling that business, he transitioned into uh, software translation technology, where he worked for about twenty years. Um, so he's been an entrepreneur. Um, my whole family has been super into entrepreneurship, and my, my mom's huge into philanthropy. And yeah. president of a ton of uh, organizations. So it's always been sort of in the blood. David, I feel old already because you mentioned prepaid calling cards. That's what I used to use. To, uh, and that's what my parents used to use when they had to call people from Hong Kong and all the other stuff. I told in college, like I went to Washington University and we had to call long distance. You, you use prepaid calling cards to call long distance. Right. Oh my gosh. Wow. Now these days you could do FaceTime, you could do WhatsApp, yeah, exactly. you could do all these different things. Yeah, all these other options now, endless. Yeah. So when you looked at your parents, like uh, your dad and your mom and all the other stuff, what did you see about them? What what is it that you learned about them about entrepreneurship? I I feel like you learn how to lead. Like a lot of people try to lead by you know force or, or their own motives, but understanding how to create a culture and lead other people collectively to uh, a you know unified goal i think is super important i learned that from an early age with my parents seeing how they collaborated with other people even though they were technically in charge of them is always a collaboration seeing how they can get the best ideas and move forward with them yeah yeah and have you realized a lot of times david you have to be a a, a leader who is very secure in himself or herself because a lot of times I find with leaders, if you struggle with insecurity, you mm -hmm. always want to have the credit. You always want to be in charge. You always right. want to just control everything. But the, the secure leader 
You're okay with delegating. You're okay if it doesn't go your way. You're it's okay if you don't get all of the credit, but that's what a good leader does. Absolutely. Yeah, that's that's essential. Yeah. And now for you, a lot of times talk to me a little bit about American Ninja and also headaches and your product, all of that stuff. How does all of that talk to me a little bit about your journey? Yeah, absolutely. Um, and it's a lot more interconnected than it might seem. You have a lot of sort of the re recurring themes of embracing obstacles throughout my entire life. And it's something that I'll continue to do for the rest of it as well. So uh, by age two, doctors discovered I was legally blind in my left eye. Uh -huh. And that required that I patched. So I put, you know, an eye patch, like a little pirate over one eye for four hours every single day when I was younger. Um, the doctor said it may or may not work, but I thought I, I knew I would try whatever that I could and see if I could, I could fix that condition. And I was also prone to retinal detachment in my wow. in the same eye. So I was never allowed to play contact sports. And I was always searching for, you know, sports that might be interesting to me. So that's, you know, that's age two, um, come to age five. And I began experiencing uh, debilitating and chronic migraine headaches. Yeah. And yeah. You know what they're like, you know, each one comes with excruciating pain. Yeah. Um, I can't focus. They affect every aspect of my life. They were completely devastating. And, you know, one of the most severe things I missed last 55 days of fifth grade due to wow. migraines. And I got yeah. kicked out of school in middle school because I couldn't meet the attendance requirements. Yeah. And, you know, there are a lot of times where you sort of wonder, you know, why is this happening? I wonder what or what it is, but I always stuck with it. I knew that God had a greater purpose in mind. I knew that, you know, the pain was for something and there was going to be wow. a story wow. to go along with it. Yeah. So I was always, you know, sort of, even, even in the toughest times, I was always okay with the journey. I knew that the journey was mine and that we'd make it as bright as we could. Um, yeah. And so I went to doctors around the country and they found no solutions. I was trying medicine after medicine and they all came with these nasty side effects that were usually worse than the yeah. headache themselves. And um, in search for a better solution, I learned about the muscles at the base of the skull. They're called the suboccipital muscles. And this is a massive trigger point region for headaches. So I, you know, after trying everything, I thought, okay, no way this works. But I started putting my thumbs behind the back of my head and, you know, rubbing them. It was often an, often an awkward angle that I was able to get at least some relief from that. Yeah. And I thought, well, what if I created a self-serve device that would do exactly that? So after tons of prototypes, I finally found something that worked on me. So not only does it work to relieve headaches, but the most impressive thing is that it can work to prevent headaches. So I actually use this daily. I laid down on it. Um, looks like this. Yeah. And these two tips apply pressure to the muscles at the base of the skull. Release tension in the region, which relieves headaches or prevents them. So it can reduce the tension in advance and help prevent headaches. Yeah, so it yeah, yeah. Completely changed my life. And I thought it was my duty to get this out to the world and change other lives too. So I began developing more advanced prototypes so that I can you know, go into mass production and get this out to the world. Yeah. Hey, before you go on, let me ask you a quick yeah. question. If you think back about your first prototype, like yeah. how did you get, like what materials? Did you just find materials in your house and kind of put it together? Pretty much. You, you want to see it. Here's, here's one of my first prototypes. It's a pool noodle. Yes. You have a curtain rod inside 
And this is actually a tripod foam, like one of those little stands to video on. Yeah. And the screws inside this. So yeah, I woke up one morning with this idea and was wondering how I could possibly create this device. I actually started with um, two door stoppers. So I had two door stoppers bolted onto a metal plate and I would put them in and out, seeing if I could lay on it. But I realized there was no support. So I needed something round. I was like, yeah. okay, cool noodle. Um, so I just began experimenting and got, I asked for advice from other people. I kept going back to the drawing board. What's wrong with it? What, how could it be better? Yeah. And eventually I found something that, you know, worked on me. Wow. 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 Hey, and even a lot of times is your motivation, your internal mentality. A lot of times, even with all the debilitating headaches, there was a certain perspective. Hey, God has called you to do something. Uh, you're going to persevere. What created that? What creates that motivation inside of it? Was it something that you learned from watching your parents? Was it just your inner character? How did, how did you figure, figure out how to persevere like that? I, I think it was a, a lot of it was always within me. But, you know, as you as I've told you, like I've, you know, I've had struggles my whole life, like having struggles was sort of part yeah. of my life. And I learned instead of, you know, suffering from the pain, I learned to cope embrace and overcome the pain and that's always been within me like you know even with my eye from age two the doctors said "Mm, you're probably never gonna you know really be able to see it out of that eye and now corrected i'm at 20 40 vision out of that eye and the doctor said you know that's impossible that's never going to happen so i've always tried to sort of defy the odds and and do what i can do to um to overcome my obstacles. Wow. 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 Okay. If someone was sitting here listening to you and they said, David, how did you not become bitter? Because you had to overcome obstacle after obstacle after obstacle with your eyes, with your headaches and all that. What advice would you give them? I I feel like you just have to trust God knowing that like, that's part of the plan. Sometimes you just have to realize that you're not in control. Like God has the whole world in his hands and you're part of that. And you just have to embrace the struggles, knowing that it can lead to triumph. Yep. David, one of the things is uh, I sit here a lot of times is four years ago, I had cancer. And in the, I have four centimeter tumor right in my nose. And the doctor says to me, when we start chemo and radiation for eight weeks, you're going to live in pain. And that pain will not stop. It will only intensify to the point where it will become unbearable. You're going to have to mentally be okay with it. I didn't think anything of it, David. First week, I went to chemo, went to radiation, nothing. Second week, my saliva goes, my taste bud goes. The third week, all the way to week nine, nine weeks later, I get an intense pain inside my mouth, inside my nose, on the outside, all of that stuff. And what you just said resonated with me. I realized one day I'm sitting in my chair. I'm in so much pain. It's raining hard. I'm just looking out the window, just hoping the pain would stop. And I realized if I trust my heart, I will become angry because there's a part of me that's bitter, that's angry. Why in the world is this happening? But I had to mentally be able to trust God, cling on the words of scripture as if it was truth. And then learn how to make adjustments and cope with it. But I had to mentally make that choice and not give in to my feelings. Exactly what you just said. That, yeah, that's yeah. I'm so so glad you're able to find that. You know, sorry to hear about that pain, but that's exactly the right mindset. You just have to understand that that it's you know it can be part of part of this journey. I mean, that's that's yeah. what it is. 
and that's the thing. You have to cope with it, right? Right. Like you could make a choice to say, why is all this headache? Man, I'm so tired of dealing with it. But every single day when you wake up, you got to make a choice. What am I going to do to cope with it? This is why I'm stuck with it. I'm not going to complain yeah. about it. I just got to figure out what to do with it. Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, I, I, yeah, every morning you, okay, am I going to just be with the pain? Am I just going to suffer? Am I going to complain? Or am I going to yeah. do something about it and try to overcome it? And exactly look at right. you in terms of the product that you made. Look at this. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then sort of, you know, with the story, going, do you want me to talk about the new yeah, please. Yeah. So I, um, even, even with the device, cause it's, you know, mostly for tension headache relief, but sometimes I still some develop a, you know, migraine or headache yeah. from intense heat. So I'm at in Boca Raton, Florida, sometimes in the summer, it'll be, you know, 95 degrees, super humid and the sun is just beating down on you and that'll give me a headache a lot of times so i really couldn't go outside to do sports i couldn't play contact sports and i was i'd always been a huge fan of american ninja warrior when i was younger yeah. i watched the show in awe as i watched athletes swing across my screen and i thought well maybe i could do that one day and it wasn't even a maybe. It was, I want to do that one day. Yeah, yeah. For most of my life, it, it looked impossible. It really looked like I'd never be able to do something like that. I didn't have the health. I didn't have the strength. Mo you know, For most of my years, I wasn't able to do a pull-up. I wasn't able to do a push-up. I, I just couldn't do any of these athletic things. So it didn't seem like my dream would come true. But as with everything else, I just learned to you know refuse to give up, refuse to live in the pain and embrace your obstacles. So yeah. that's exactly what I did. And when a training, uh, Ninja Warrior training gym opened up in Boca Raton, right next to my house, I went, I tried and I completely failed. It, it was, it was miserable. Um, but I loved the sport. I was, I wasn't good at it to start with, but I decided that I'd work hard and become better at it because I loved it so much. Um, yeah. and then after four years of training, I decided to apply for the real show, the big deal, and I got the call a month later and was invited to Hollywood to compete on the show. Wow. Okay. So literally the process is you go on the website, you just fill out the information, you submit a video, and then they call you back if they like you? Pretty much. Yeah. So tens of thousands of people submit the three-minute video and you know about 50 short answer questions. They get a bunch of information on you. And then they only call 250 people yeah. to come out to Hollywood and compete. So it was, you know, a huge honor to be able to compete on the show. And yeah. even more exciting, after my run, I got home to Florida. And 30 minutes after I got home, they called me back and invited me to compete on the following season of the show. Very good. Very, very. Now, yeah. how long ago was that? Was that a couple of seasons ago? No. So this was in the spring. This oh, was in March. So it just happened recently? Just happened. Yeah. Oh, wow. Okay. So are you going to be appearing this coming season too? Yeah, so I on July 10th there was an episode that came out. Yeah. Um, and then that because of the writer strike they actually did back-to-back -back seasons. So when I said I got called back, I went right back to Hollywood and competed. Wow. So I I know what happens, you know, for the Yeah. July 10th season, but also for the following season in 2024. David, I'm going to have to put you on YouTube or go to <laughs> Peacock or something like that to try to look for you here. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. Okay, so how what was the experience like? You get to Hollywood and all that other stuff. Is there a warm up? Do you get do you start competing right away, or what was that experience like in Hollywood? 
Yeah, so believe it or not, you actually compete in the middle of the night. So it's an overnight shoot Pacific yeah. time. And, you know, I'm used to Eastern time. So it's, you know, out there and two in the morning Pacific time. And you're in this little room, you're in this little tent warming up, doing some pull-ups, uh, keeping fresh, trying to calm down your nerves. Yeah. And you only get to walk by the course once. You don't get to touch the obstacles or anything. Uh... You've never seen these obstacles in your life. And then you just get called out and they some, someone escorts you to the starting yeah. platform. You walk up, the smoke goes out, and it's game. It's game on. Seriously. Okay. Yes. And then you have to make decisions. Now, you've probably watched it so many times in your life. Did it recognize that you know what to do or you have to make split-second decisions on what to do with each uh, scenario? Yeah. So, you know, I'll see people go before me and I sort of knew what to do, but I had no idea how the obstacles would feel someone, you can't use chalk, which I've been training with for the last four years, yeah. but they have some sort of special grip tape on, on obstacles. I didn't know how that would feel. So I sort of knew how to approach each obstacle, but I never knew exactly how to approach it until you get on, in which yeah. case it's a little too late. So it's, it's really tough mentally. Um, but I was able to, to do it anyway. Super yeah, fun yeah. experience. Now, what's your plan with in terms of Ninja Warrior? Will you still be training? Will you still hope to be on future shows? Where are you thinking about that? Yeah, I'd love to compete as many seasons as I can. This is this is my sport now. I'm super passionate about it. I love getting better, and I'm always excited to see what creative obstacles people come up with each year. Um, so I want to continue training for the sport. Yeah. Although, of course, with you know my business and with uh, yeah. school, it's it's a little hard to get significant training in. Yeah. Hey, but at the same, no, at Yale, is there anything, you could go to the gym at school, but is there anything like that over at Yale? So, yeah, believe it or not, 20 minutes away from campus, we have a full-on Ninja Warrior training gym with some impressive athletes that train. Oh, wow, good. So, good, good, so good. I, yeah, so I'm able to Uber there a few times a week and, and check out their course. All right, there's four. Uh, there's a full course load. You're probably taking 18 hours knowing you, 18, uh, 20 hours of, of classwork. Well, yeah, so Yale actually has a one class, one credit uh, system. So, okay. yeah, I'm usually doing, you know, four or five classes a semester. Um, and then they're certainly demanding courses. Yeah, 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 yeah. And then your business, how are you running your business? How's that going? What are the lessons that you're learning from all that? Yeah, I mean it's it's going it's going pretty well so far. Um, I, I'll tell you, nailing down uh, right now. I'm I'm running a crowdfunding campaign on a platform called Indiegogo. Yeah. So it, I'm raising money, um, you know, through friends, family, and and anyone else via pre-orders, and I'm hoping to use that money to uh, go forward with tooling and manufacturing, so yeah. I can begin getting this product out to more hands. Um, but it's always a challenge trying to figure out the wording, what really resonates with people. Um, it's, it's trial and error, like a lot of these things. And, you know, it doesn't work out the first time. Okay. I'll go back and I'll yeah. fix it. I'll fix it. And I'll iterate until we get it right. David, have you used chat GPT to help you out in terms of working through some of the wording? I actually, I actually have used it a bit. Um, although, you know, it's, it's sort of tough because some of these, you know, robots like chat GPT doesn't yeah. always have as much emotion as yeah. someone else would. So they might take out some story components that, uh, real humans would find more attractive. I know I, I have been using ChatGPT with some, like for instance, even with my Bible studies or what, different things, I'll say to ChatGPT, give me, as I read first chapter, first Kings chapter 17 on Elijah, give me a summary from a Southeast Asia point of view or a Kenyan point of view. 
but help me understand that design for young marketplace leaders. And slowly it just edits it and edits it. So then the final version, I could take it and put it into my own words. That's amazing. I'm chat GPT. It's such a good tool. It's yeah. honestly incredible what AI is capable of. Yeah. So everything's on Indiegogo. Are you, and then you're also, have you started production? Are you going to be producing it outside of the U S does it sit, get to produce in the U S then? Yeah. So I'm planning to produce in the U S right now. And yeah, we have to just make a ton of tools. So you'll have these huge steel plates and you'll sort of take an inversion of the products and then you fill it with, um, with plastic, sort of like liquid plastic yeah. and then melt it and it'll come out and you'll run a bunch of these, um, you know, revolutions and you'll have all types of products. Very, very, very good. Is this what you're hoping long-term? Is this what you want to do? Or after college, you're hoping, okay, you know what? I love doing this for a period of time. Maybe I'll sell it off and I'll do something different. Or is this it? Is this your product? I see myself doing this for probably next five years. Okay. Um, beyond that, I think I'd be interested in doing some sort of technology um, yeah. and entrepreneurship. So some some sort of tech that that's revolutionary and helps people because that's really at the forefront of everything I do is see now I can help people and make their lives better. Um, but yeah. with this product, I'm not just thinking um, how, to, how to help headaches and, and you know, neck, neck pain. I'm also thinking a little bit more broadly in terms of all types of trigger point and acupressure relief. Because I found that a lot of the products right now are unsuccessful. They're not really targeting the right muscles in the yeah. right way. Um, so I see this self, you know, this company is a, a little bigger than just headache relief. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, David, look, I mean, I'm going to ask you for your information pretty soon because I'm going to buy a product on Indiegogo as well, too, because these days, post-cancer, I have no saliva, no taste buds, but I have no tears. And so I have mm. migraine headaches all the time. And for the first time in the back of my neck, that's one of the reasons why I was attracted by Al Barth's uh, email post about you yeah. is my, I have so much cramps in the back of my neck that I can't stop. Mm. And it just is painful all right. the time. Well, yeah. Thank you so much. And I'm really looking forward to helping you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now, has your parents been helping you? Is this a family business? Or how many, how, how does your employee work or team members? Have you had to hire people? Yeah, right now it's just me. My parents are sort of, you know, volunteers slash advisors who help me with some, certain decisions. Like my dad's yeah, yeah. been through these processes so many times. He's helpful in like legal realms you know, with yeah. patents or trademarks and stuff like that. My mom is, you know, the expert in raising money. Um, so she's helpful with like wording, word choice and wonderful. And be, yeah. So it's, it's a super exciting sort of team um, and hoping to start hiring people soon. But first we need to start getting pre-orders and, and orders yeah. up. Well, your big question is a lot of times is what is it that you enjoy doing? Because I realize even for me with resource global, as it continues to get bigger and bigger, I always thought that I could like managing people until it started getting bigger. I realized I don't like to manage a lot of people. And so these days I just manage a core team of five and allow them right. to continue build, build out the team. That's awesome. Yeah. Would you say you're an introvert or extrovert here, David? Um, I'd say I'm extroverted. Yeah. Interesting. Okay. I am completely opposite of you. Like okay. I can literally sit here in the office by myself from 735 and I'd be totally fine with it. Well, yeah. So what's interesting, um, about me is I'd say, I'd say definitely more extroverted, but I have like, you know, sort of spouts of like, you know, introversion as well. So like, I'm very happy just like 
you know, sitting in a room reading by myself or whatever, I can, I can be happy sitting and thinking, but yeah. I'm always most excited, most energized when I'm with other people. Yeah. 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 Hey, another thing I, I realized, I bet you one day I may hear you do is ninja training for people with disabilities. I can see you doing that in the future. Yeah. That's something I haven't thought of, but that would be super interesting and definitely something I'd consider. You know how they have special Olympics, especially yeah, for those, and I, you could easily do something like Ninja Warrior right. for those who are uh, struggling with a certain handicap. That's a great idea. Mm. Yeah. What's on your heart? Let me ask you a quick question. I mean, yeah. you have your product and all this stuff. Is what is the Lord putting on your heart these days? What, what what's something that you really are wrestling with as you come before the Lord? Sometimes, I mean, it's sort of sort of the same thing that I I go with a lot. That happens a lot of times in life. You just feel like things aren't working out like sometimes with the product or you know so more with my business with ninja warrior i just feel like sometimes things don't work out i made it to the show i've been training for four years i fell on the third obstacle that was devastating i wanted to clear the course i wanted to do better with my business you know, i'm getting a lot of friends and family support which is awesome but outside of that some of these uh efforts seem sort of futile and sometimes you just don't know what's happening you don't know why things aren't working out and i feel like it just have to go back to my life philosophy, which is sort of embrace your obstacles. I mean, yeah. I'm, I need to be here to, I need to get these, this product out. I need to be on TV and crush the course so I could inspire others and help them. Yeah. And I feel like that's really at the core of my philosophy is being there for other people. I always, I think, I think that one of the most important things like Christian leaders can understand is to be good stewards of their gifts. I've been blessed with so many gifts and I have to be a good steward of these gifts. I have to use these gifts to their fullest so I can give all the glory to God. And that's yeah. really the most important yeah. thing. You are a mature young man. The whole idea of embrace the obstacles. And I realized, hey, look, it, all throughout life, things are just going to go bad. And too often, a lot of times in the midst of embracing the gospel, embracing the obstacles, living a life that glorifies God, you've got to take it. It's a cliche, but it actually is one step at a time. Absolutely. Make a decision, commit to it. Even for you, you took the obstacle, you walked in. First time, it was a failure, but over four years, you built up your stamina, yep. your strength, but it took one step at a time, but choice for you to make each and every single day. Amen. Absolutely. Yeah. Hey, David, where can people find out about you and your product, social media? Is there a website, any of that? Yeah, so um, on Instagram, I'm pretty, I'm more active on Instagram at David Flem, um, and then relievem.com is where you can find more information about my business. Okay, uh, say that one more time with the website. Relievem.com. Relievem. Yeah. Very, very good, David. Thank you so much, and I appreciate uh, Al Bart just posting about you. I appreciate reading. I appreciate you talking, and I hope to meet your parents one day as well too. Yeah, absolutely. Well, thank you so much for having me. It's a pleasure to meet you. David, we'll talk soon. Awesome. Thank you so much.